the majority, the Republicans uh, press. They're laughing at us, at our stupidity. Welcome to a new episode of The Light, as always. Yo, Notch. Yo, what the fuck is this bullshit on the radio, son? Chill, chill. That's the shit, God. Chill. Wait, 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 wait. This is this is this is not the light, y'all. This is this is something else right here. This is uh this is Big John and I, Scott Pearson as always, just kicking back, getting it in over topics and, and situations and issues that we feel need to be addressed. Things that happen during the week. You know what I mean, Big John? Where you at, man? Come I got man. I'm always here. I gotta stop asking that, man, because right. Doreen is always on deck. I'm two feet in the pool. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm always here. You know, the reason why I wanted to do this, man, is because, you know, typically, you know, as you all know, the light comes out, you know, every couple of weeks or whatever like that, man. And it's it's focused on, you know, iconic hip hop albums. And then we just chop it up over the tracks. You know what I mean? But I think one of the things that we were missing, missing out on is that, you know, hip hop is evolving. It permeates through everything that happens, you know, especially for those that are part of the culture. You know what I mean? There are things that happen during the week that need to be addressed. You know what I mean? I think this gives us that platform to do that, man. So I listen, we talked about it offline briefly, and I told you right then and there, you know, two feet in the pool. Let's get it done. Because you know I agree. Because you know I like to kick it and you know I like to politic all the time. Mm-hmm. Especially about things that matter. Since we talk about hip hop so much, it's just natural that we politic on what's going on in the industry from a from a larger perspective because we've been talking about it on a micro perspective now we get to talk about it on the macro perspective you know no doubt no doubt so check it out man this is what i want to do man so talib kwali right he's one of my favorite i mean not just hip-hop artists he's one of my favorite people in hip-hop he's a very insightful dude man he's yeah. a very insightful dude yeah he's you know he's conscious anybody that's listened to the light they know that i'm all about you know consciousness knowledge of self man being awake you know what i mean pretty much against the nonsense you know quote unquote the nonsense and talib Kweli, anybody that follows talib on on twitter knows that he can he can go in you know he's not afraid to step out and go against the grain you know he's by and large that lone wolf so these past couple days i mean you know started on may 16th or whatever he he went on one of his epic rants about the state of hip-hop Somebody threw him a softball question, kind of like what I do to you. You know, somebody threw him a softball <laughs> question about about the state of hip hop. And I guess they were expecting him to fall in line and agree. And they're sorely mistaken. I mean, Talib is is not one to hide his thoughts. He's not one to, to filter, you know, what he's trying to say. And basically, I'm going to read you one of his tweets. And I want to hear what your thoughts are about this, okay? The tone of the question was, the state of hip hop now is whack. You know, it's bullshit. There's really nothing going on. You know, it's not like it was when it used to be back in, quote unquote, the good old days. Here was Talib's response to that. He said, people forget the primary subject of real hip hop from 20 to 30 years ago was the ubiquitous whack MC. Because there was a lot of whack shit out. There's always been whack shit. People just get older and less in tune with musical trends and ideas. What you think, man? I agree with him a little bit, but 
Not a lot, because here's the reason why. So let me just go over who came out in 1988. I'm just, just real quick, and I'm only going to name 10 because I don't want this to go on forever. Public Enemy, It Takes a Nation of Millions to Hold Me Back. Straight Outta Compton, N.W.A. Slick Rick, The Great Adventures of Slick Rick. Boogie Down Productions, By All Means Necessary. Ultra Magnetic MC's Critical Breakdown. EPMD, Strictly Business. Big Daddy Kane, Long Live the Kane. Easy E, Easy Does It. Biz Marquee, Going Off. Eric B, Rakim, Follow the Leader. That was 10. Now, I can keep going with Marley Marr, In Control, Volume 1. I can keep going with Too Short, Life is Too Short. I can, I can keep going, Scott. Ice-T, Power, with MC Light. Now, wait, that's just 1988. 1987, we got <laughs> Paid in Full, Criminal Minded, Boogie Down Productions. Public Enemy, Yo Bum Rush the Show. LL Cool J, Bigger Endeavor. This is 1987. Dana Dane, Dana Dane with Fame. Schooly D, Saturday Night, The Album. MC Shan, Down by Law. All right? Just Ice, Cool and Deadly. And I can keep going, man. DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, Rock the House. NWA, NWA and the Posse. Cool Moji, How You Like Me Now. I mean, Ice-T, Ryan Pace, he cannot say that 20, 30 years ago there was a lot of whack shit out. I just gave you 20 albums. The calendar only has 12 months. I could have went 24 months straight. And you're telling me that was a, that there was a lot of whack shit out? There was no room for whack shit. Whack shit, whack shit was exposed way quicker than it is now. Okay, hold on. Let, well, me, let, me, let, me, let me jump in. You know, you know I, I always got to play devil's advocate with you, okay? So back then, in okay. those years, in 87, 88, there was no internet, no ability for some of these artists that are trying to get on to put their music out there to the masses so that we could listen. It's much easier for people to, to release music, and some of that, some of that's whack, and some of it is, is good for all intents and purposes. There was no vehicle, you know what I mean, for artists to do that back then, you know what I mean? So the music that, that got to us, the masses back then, was that music that passed through all the filters, that passed through all the, the checkpoints, and everything like that so it was literally the best of the best it was like the nfl in order for your for your cd or your cassette to make it to the record store it had to pass through you had to go through all the the, the hoops and the hurdles and the obstacles to get there whereas now i can make a song in my in my kitchen upload it to soundcloud and it can go viral if i'm saying something that resonates with someone somewhere well, well, you know, in social now. media but well, hold up hold up there's one thing okay. there's okay. one thing there's one thing that Talib said that I didn't mention in in the beginning that I think needs to be said now is that somebody said it's so hard to find good music now and Talib called bullshit he said you are pretending that finding good music is harder than it used to be it's false it's way easier he said you have iTunes you have SoundCloud you got Google Play and I agree with them I agree with them. I think, I think now, let me just get this thought out. I know you're going to counterpoint, man, but I, uh, you know, I'm over here. Now, again, I'm talking specifically from my perspective. I am one of those guys. I am an annoying hip hop purist that complains about every fucking thing in the industry, in music. You know what I mean? But I also agree with Talib just said, I'm lazy. You know what I mean? I want my music served to me on a silver platter like it was back then. It's not like that now, you know what I mean? The the internet and all the platforms and the vehicles, the social media and all that shit that we have now, 
to deliver music makes it easier for anyone to make it and deliver it. You know what I mean? So now the onus is on us to sift through and to find the music that resonates with you. And I'm telling you, man, like I, you've seen the mixtapes that we've been putting out, the one that hip hop ain't dead. There's some, right? There's fire out there, man. There are, no doubt. Some no of doubt. these youngins are doing it, man. And I'm going to talk about that later, but I want to give you a chance to counter what I was saying. Well, like I said with Taleb, you have greater access to music. Right. So it's kind of like the news. Because you have greater access to news, you're going to hear more bad shit. Because you have, you know, back in the day when we were growing up, the only news I heard about was the news of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Unless it was something national. But something that happened in Wyoming, in a town the same size as Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and the same crime as would have happened in Pittsburgh, I wouldn't have heard about it. The filtration process back in the day made it, like you said, the NFL. So instead of the filtration process becoming more fine-tuned, the filtration process has blown away. And I think the only thing that has given way is the fact that, like you said, somebody can sit in their living room and think that they're an artist and don't understand what it all entails to be an artist, to be able to really relay a part of you to the world in a way that is digestible, that's going to spark an emotion. You had the whack rapper back in the day on the street corner, but because the filtration process was so much stiffer, he wasn't getting on. Now that same whack rapper exists, but because of the internet, he can just put his shit out there. I blame the consumer and I blame the industry for pumping the whack shit. That's why I don't necessarily agree with to live 100% because it's the filtration process that he's a part of as well. Let me ask you this question. And I really don't know the answer to this off the top of my head. Does to live have a record label? And if he does, where are his artists? He's indie. He's indie. Okay. He's on Javadi Media. You know what I mean? He got his own. Right. I mean, he's he's definitely indie, but um, I think he's indie on purpose. I, I'm pretty sure that the major labels have gone after him. I mean, he's a sought-after artist. He's been in the game a long time. He's got a lot to say, but um, he's a huge supporter of the indie scene. I'm not talking about him with his music. He's putting an opinion out there about the industry. Mm -hmm. And what I'm saying is he's in a position to shape the industry. So instead of putting your opinion out there just by words, put your opinion out there. I understand what you're saying, that he's indie, so he's doing it that way. You're not talking about the indie scene in what you're saying right here. You're, he's not just explicitly talking about the good music exists in the indie scene. Joey Badass, Kendrick, Cole, who doesn't know Joey Badass? Who doesn't know Kendrick? Who doesn't know Cole? How are you advancing hip-hop with the next great artists when all you're doing is talking about mainstream artists but complaining at the same time that there's a lot of whack shit out there there's just as much whack shit out there as it used to be what are you doing about the whack shit to drum it all down for everybody well let me let me say it like this man i mean just to just to really speak on that that that, that twitter post that you're talking about um, he came back at a, at a Twitter user that said that there's nobody out there that's, that's hot right now. There's nobody out there that's worth listening to. And he came back and he said, I disagree. Run the jewels. You know, that's Killer Mike and them. You know what I'm saying? Joey Badass. 
Kendrick, Cole, Rhapsody, Innocent Pack, and Chance the Rapper. He said they're all great and on their way to legend. You know, some of the names on that list we've talked about. You know what I mean? Joey Bad. No doubt. Kendrick. No doubt. But my thing is, my thing is this. I mean, you could add a, a few more names to that list. There's some youngins, like I said before, there are some youngins, man, that are doing it right. And I don't think, I don't think Talib is complaining that there's a lot of whack shit out there. I think his point is valid in that there's always been whack shit. The biggest difference between now and back then is that the whack shit has a vehicle. The whack shit has a way to get out there to the masses, whereas back then it really didn't. And just like if you go, and, you know, I'm, again, I'm playing devil's advocate, but I'm, I'm definitely agreeing with the stance I'm taking. There's some, there's some cats right now that are doing it just like, you know, and I have the same feeling now about some of these cats that I did back then. But I'm right. excited about some of these jokers, man. I mean, Joey Bad, you know what I mean? Nick Grant, Torrey. I mean, these, these dudes are getting it, man. And if you're talking about there being a lot of good music out there right now, then talk about the lot and not the few. If you want to talk about how much there is out there, I'm not saying you got to name them all, but don't name the low-hanging fruit. I named 24 albums almost over a two-year period of time. He's talking about six artists. And he's trying to say back in the day there was more whack shit than there is now. Well, it's Twitter. You only have 140 characters. And I think... No doubt, but my point still remains the same. You cannot tell me that there was more whack shit back in the day than there is today. I don't prescribe to that. I got you understand you. what I'm saying? I didn't, I didn't even mention Run DMC. You know what I mean? I, I, I mean, come on, man. I got you. I think, you know, speaking objectively, my, my perspective on you know, current hip hop, what's going on now is definitely changing. The more that we do this show, you know, the more the more research that we do, you know, on what's going on right now, I'm finding, man, that bro, hip hop is still here, it's still alive, it's still growing, it's still it's still moving, it's still relevant. The message is there, man. I don't know why he ain't put Sky Zoo there, man, but I'm sure that was, you know, that was not intentional, man. But John, man, you know, I am still an annoying hip hop purist, but for every you know young thug and Fetty Wap, I mean, there's there's some real MCs, man, that are handling their business, man. I definitely agree that there is good hip hop out there, but I also agree there's way more whack shit out today than there was back in my day, back when hip hop was forming, because because there wasn't any room for it. You had the rapping dukes, you you had the gimmicks, but. They were so few and far between, it was crazy. I'm sure there were some idiots out there trying to record and trying to, you know, submit their demos or whatever like that to the labels. They just didn't see the light of day because there was no vehicle for that to get out. But whereas now, like I said before, it's free. I can just float my shit on Facebook and have it make the rounds. You can't tell me that an artist like, like Designer. You've heard that song, Panda, right? What the hell is that, man? I can't even understand what the hell he's talking about. Yo, yeah. man, he got hoes in Atlanta. <laughs> but what's the song about, man? You know what I mean? Tell, uh, tell I me mean, what it's about, man. That would have been rapping Duke back in 87, 88. No doubt. But it's a hit, though. There was, there, but there was only one rapping Duke. Mm -hmm. There are 13 pandas out right now. I really hope to live isn't talking about just, just the accessibility to be able for that one person sitting in his or her kitchen to put out music. I really hope that he's framing his perspective based upon what is mass produced. Because I'm not on YouTube downloading some dude that has one hit. 
and it's his mom <laughs> to try to see if he's really hip hop. If you're putting out 500,000 units and you're whack, then it's a matter of what that label, and we talked about that, Scott. We talked about that with uh, a few episodes back with respect to who runs the industry. And that's why I circle back to Talib. If you believe 100% in what you're saying and you're doing this whole indie thing, why do it indie? Why not bring it, and I don't mean to you know, disrespect indie by saying bring it mainstream, but what I'm saying by that is make it great, more widely available. But you know what though, John, that goes against the whole you know, essence and the manager of what the indie scene is about. The indie scene is about making your own music on your own terms. You know what I mean? You're not being dictated to by the studio bigs. Uh, somebody like Talib, you know, his voice and his message would be suppressed if he tried to release it under like a Sony Records or a Universal, you know, music group, something like that. He wouldn't be able to do it on his own terms. And somebody like a Talib Kweli, who is, you know, you know, monumentally cerebral, you know, he wants to do it on his own terms, you know, and like somebody like a him, like a Most Def, like a J Electronica, you know what I mean? It, it won't work in a, in, a, in a studio big environment. It just won't. You know what I mean? He'd rather do it using, you know, the Internet. He'd rather do it using his own his own marketing platform, the one that he built on social media. And I, I think his I think his I think his 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 strategies works. You know, it does. I mean, he's reaching the people that he wants to reach. Well, I understand what the young brother is saying, and I don't disagree with what he's saying, but he has the ability to make change, and he's not bringing that change. If he brought all those dope artists that he have on the indie scene to the mainstream scene, then you wouldn't know Panda. Panda would be on the indie scene. Maybe that's the way he's trying to defeat their whole perception of hip-hop. You know, like, you can't... You know, the studio bigs are trying to drive, you know, our perception of hip hop right now. And maybe that's the way he's, that's his counter argument. You know what I mean? What you're trying to do, it's not, it's not working. It's, 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 it's not true to what the, you know, to what hip hop is. I'm going to show you, you know what I mean? This is, this is, I'm, I, I got my own shit over here. You know what I mean? You can listen to that whack shit that Sony's putting out, that Universal's putting out. Listen to that. You know what I mean? But you want that real shit? Come here. Come to, you know, Javadi Media and let me show you. I think in order to influence the masses, you have to go where the masses are. <laughs> Is that selling out, though? I mean, no. Again, I'll, and I'll ask the question the third time, what if all the Titans from 87 and 88 stayed underground? It was about it was about making that money, though. You know what I mean? Maybe, you know, somebody like a Talib is not really... You know, that might not be his his main, his primary motivation. Maybe his, his primary motivation is producing and releasing that true hip-hop with a real message. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe um, maybe I'm naive because I don't I don't necessarily understand why Talib Kweli can't have his own record label and put it out via mainstream. Why does he have to put out his artists ver on the indie scene? I never sold a record, so I don't know. Mm -hmm. But so please, somebody educate me on this fact. Since he has a label and since he has artists underneath him, and I'm sure his artists are probably within the vision and scope of what his mindset is hip-hop should be about. Because this is his thing. These are his people that he's grooming. So with that being said, and I got this dope-ass music, why am I just going to release it to these small few people and just put it over here in this corner? So if you just happen to find it, like a $5 bill on your way to school, mm -hmm. 
then good for you. Because to them, the art form is more important than mass production. But but why why can't we do both? I don't understand why I can't go in the booth and make something that's totally dope mm-hmm. come out and give it to who though it, wait, but wait uh-huh. press 200 copies okay and that's my indie scene and everybody loves it and everybody's dope uh-huh. but if I press 250,000 copies then that's not right but who's paying for that it's because for the people? message changed. so if you truly care about what you're saying and put your money out there in the way that you can affect change okay i'm putting the money over there in the corner uh-huh. so where only a few people have access to it isn't you're not going to affect change i'm gonna say this i think i think i think i think talib's position is the exact opposite of what you're saying i think he does care he's putting his money where his mouth is you know what i mean he's starting he's, he's doing his shit his own way and he's He's surrounding himself with artists that follow his vision and they're doing it their own way. I think if they if they if their objective was is was more business oriented, meaning, you know, you know, conforming to what the studio bigs want, their vision of hip hop, then yeah, you would see Talib on Universal. You would see Talib on, you know, Sony. You know what I mean? But nah, he, he wants to do it under his own terms. He wants to create art the way he sees it. You know what I'm saying? And that's why. But why does he have to conform? I watched this uh, show the other night called Inside the Label. Mm -hmm. And I watched one the other night called Uptown. And it was about Andre Harrell, you know, that whole thing. It was produced by Maya Alexander. When Puffy was at Uptown, you know, Uptown was a label. They were under. You know what I mean? He had his own. Puffy, as the VP exec, had his own artist. That he managed, okay. which was Biggie, Faith. So why can't a Talib Kweli put out his art because he's already an established artist? So I don't think that means. So anything. he's putting out. So I think it means a lot. No, I'm I think about- because that's how you get control. Picture it like this: you know, Talib has his own vision. Say he's got a a vision for a project, right? I want to I want to do this album. It's going to be about this and this and this, and he pitches it to. You know, a Sony or a Universal, and they come back and say, "Yeah, but we want you, you know, to have more bitches in your video, more, more titties, more ass." That's not, that's not how Talib. You know what I mean? That's not, that's not Sky Zoo. You know what I mean? And so, you know, being well, frustrated. Talib can say no, but Sky Zoo couldn't because Talib already has a following, and that's my point. But I think, but, you know, I what think Talib artist- do is open his umbrella and bring Sky Zoo under him, while he's on RCA or these big labels. The same way Puffy brought in, you know, uh, Big and Faith and everybody else. And I think that's a big. I think I think that was a big part of the problem. You know what I mean with with hip hop back then. You know, you know Puffy's, you know Puffy's influence is all over them artists. And I think you know, it, you know his his vision and Puffy's influence superseded what those artists' vision, you know, for their for their art form was. You know what I mean? They did what Puffy wanted them to do. By and large, I mean, you saw the issues that they had with the locks and things of that nature. They wanted to do shit different. You know what I mean? You saw making the band. Them dudes had their own vision, you know, for how they wanted the music to be. I mean, Puffy's a studio big, just like Sony and Universal is. You know what I mean? So what, I, what, 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 what I'm saying is those artists, you know what I mean, that are, that are, that are true to their art form, that want to do it their way, they're not going to Universal and Sony and Bad Boy and, you know, Arista or whatever like that. They're doing it under a label like a Javadi Media that lets them, you know what I'm saying, you know, create under their artistic vision. 
You know what I mean? Like somebody like a somebody like a Talib Kweli and like a Sky Zoo. They, I see them as different than somebody like a, of course, a designer. You know what I'm saying? Or a Young Thug or a Fetty Wap or, <laughs> right, uh, or right, right. what's that dude? Um, you know, like a, like a Pitbull or a Flow Rider. Somebody that is a vision of a studio big. Somebody that's a vision of a Sony or right, universe. Right. Somebody that's cultivated under that. You know, somebody like a Sky Zoo. This dude, you know, he came from from Brooklyn. He came from the from the block. You know what I mean? He had his own vision, and he's able to do that because. You know what I mean? He's he's part of an indie label that allows him to create under his, you know, his vision, under under what he wants. You know what I mean? So it's, it's not necessarily the, the the primary objective, of course, is to, is is to make money. But you want to be true to your art form. That's why it's so appealing. You know what I mean? To to to, to go under an indie label where you know you have the freedom to do that maybe maybe i'm looking at the fact that i'm saying that why is it that we can get 24 bangers mm -hmm. in 1987 and 1988 mm -hmm. and we can't get 24 bangers right now it do, i mean it, i think it makes perfect sense because it's about it's about making money you know what i mean and i think i think back then maybe the labels didn't understand necessarily understand how powerful hip-hop would become you know what I mean? And so maybe the artists had a lot more freedom with respect to what they were able to produce. Whereas now, people understand how powerful hip hop is. And I say people, I'm talking about the nebulous industry. They understand, you know, how powerful and how impressionable, you know what I mean, the youngsters are. And they understand that these artists have this incredible hold. Now we got social media. Now we have, you know, the internet. We got YouTube. We got SoundCloud. We got things, we got vehicles like that. So you can put out bullshit and the youngsters, you know what I mean? They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna, you know, you know, they're gonna, they're gonna pump that, you know what I mean? But you have an artist like Talib who's talking about something conscious. The industry don't want to put that out. You know what I'm saying? They, they don't want, you know, us you know, to hear that. Talk about titties and ass. You know what I mean? Talk about this jewelry, talk about this drugs, you know what I mean? That's what hip hop is. Hip hop ain't about, you know, Striving to make yourself better, striving to make your community better, you're bringing your people up. They ain't, it's not about that's not hip hop. Hip hop is 50 Cent. You feel me? I definitely feel you. Mm -hmm. I understand exactly what you're saying. Yeah, so Talib and you know Sky Zoo, you know, and like and like a Joey Bad. I mean, that's the answer. That's the that's the antithesis of that. What hip hop used to be about, and I do agree with you to some degree that the Studio heads back in the day didn't understand how powerful it was going to be, so maybe more got through. I get that. But because we've had such a great foundation with it, it should be even more rich right now today. If he's saying that there's just as much, then he's also saying that hip-hop hasn't grown. And I disagree with that. I see what he's saying. I see what he's saying because you can't dismiss this era of music. You can't because, you know, believe me, and we've talked about it, I don't know how many times, man. I'm just as unsatisfied with the music that's out now. And I think the reason why, and I think I was largely mistaken because I was focused on that whack shit that's coming out right now. You know what I mean? Focusing on what the studio bigs were putting out there as, as hip hop. You know what I mean? Not drinking the Kool-Aid, but listening, you know, even subconsciously because of the radio, because of social media, listening to what they wanted us, what they wanted us to believe hip hop was. And what I should have been doing was following the formula that I was following as a kid. And that's gravitating towards that music and those artists that resonated with me. 
and not paying attention to what was what was told to me as being hot, what was told to me as being relevant. And that's kind of what I'm going to change about, you know, uh, about what I'm listening to and what I'm focused on with the current era of hip hop. I'm going to focus on those artists and that music that resonate with me, that, 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 that follows what I feel is the essence, the true essence of hip hop. And again, I'll say it like I said on many episodes before, my opinion don't mean shit about shit to anyone. You know what I mean? I'm just talking strictly and specifically about myself and what I feel. You know what I mean? Yeah, I definitely don't understand what you mean because that's exactly the same perspective that I'm coming from. And I think the reason why you got to search for good hip hop today is because there is more whack hip hop out than there was there than what there was 20 to 30 years ago. The accessibility for those cats to make it to the internet is uh, very easy, but you don't have to consume it. That's my point. If it's just, you know, the random dude beating on his table with a spoon and a fork and rapping some Dr. Seuss shit, yeah, he's whack, but guess what? I'm not hearing him. What the industry is putting out today is way more whack than what the industry was putting out back when hip-hop was still forming. I got you, man. And you know what? As we, as we focus and strive to focus on, you know, that music that resonates, you know, with, with, with us, when I say us, I mean you specifically, you meaning the listeners. So what I like to do is, you know, as you wrap this up, I want to leave you with, you know, saying some some artists that I feel, you know, are are dope. You know what I mean? And that maybe aren't getting the publicity that they need to get because they aren't following the formula or aren't following the vision of the studio big. So I'm just throw some names out there. You may agree, you may disagree. If you listen to some of the music that these cats are putting out, I think you'll see where where I'm, where I'm coming from with it. You got Elzai. You know what I mean? He is unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. You know, his his new album that just came out is 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 ridiculous. Nick Grant, new cat from down south. Black Milk, dude from Detroit. You know what I'm saying? Torrey, Joel Ortiz, Royce to 5'9. He's been doing it for a long time. You know yeah, what I mean? he has. Man, he's 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 ridiculous. Just came out with a new album. Check it out when you get the chance. Joey Bad. Now I've been talking about him for, for a year now. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Big Crick, great producer, unbelievable producer. And he's a lyricist, he's doing it. Planet Asia, you know, Odyssey. And Flatwood Zombies, I mean, that's your new era goodie mob right there. I mean, if you had never heard of Flatwood Zombies, you never heard of any of their songs, you know, check out our mixtape, Hip Hop Ain't Dead, you know, the first volume. You know, I've got a few tracks on there, man. I mean, that's, they're from Brooklyn, but that's your new era goodie mob for 2016 right there. And of course, DITC still doing it. Truth, you know, Ugly Heroes. You know what I mean? These guys, these guys are getting it in. These guys are doing it, man. It's out there. It's out there. Just like you said, John, you just got to find it. It is out there, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I just wish people would talk more about that because if you start talking more about the good hip-hop, it's going to drown out all this whack shit. No doubt. If hip-hop's afraid to get in the face of the industry, then hip-hop is truly lost. And that would be a problem. Hey, yo, son, you hear that? It's championship music. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. He the battle. 
protocol. Check the catalog, flow so crazy, it's Adderall with the padded walls. With more twisted turns in the body, just on the baddest broad. This catacore rap is sweet, my honor matter more. Your whole style's different than mannequins, you see at a store. You mannequin the shout to your Kenny, I mean a ladder more. No ping pong, and we volleying with the back and forth. Straight King Kong in the trap, we blasting off. You want Nigerian money, see me in Qatar, drunk. Waving the K, you can't fake the funk. Blessed with the belts, flying in the stealths. Jury on the neck, diamonds in the shelves. You know I wrestle with pawns, getting my money, we going to automatic lean a player, we don't. You can't see us, the new phenoms. I like the Ben Zion's. Split your wig like I got beyonds. I need a fiance, at least a beyonce. I know my vision beyond some other shit. I'm just needy as mom's. Supposed to be on the greenery gone. I'm still the king of the drama. Put the ruler down your throat, eat my chance, nigga. Ray, they all and they feel us what's wrong with niggas. Forgetting silence is still a response. The way the blood paint the boy, you can tell he really an artist. I get it like Whitey Bulger to rap to dearly departed. We go flexing, my nigga. These are blessings, my nigga. Keep stressing, my nigga. Don't stress, little nigga. Eat a clip, little nigga. Need to strip, little nigga. Violations, we gon' flip, little nigga. We go flexing, my nigga. These are blessings, my nigga. Keep stressing, my nigga. Don't stress, little nigga. Eat a clip, little nigga. Need to strip, little nigga. Violations, we gon' flip, little nigga. Champion flow, the Jordan, LeBron, and Kobe The Obi-Wan Kenobi again, that guacamole We touring overseas, got a fan and I like Dakota I'm trying to get the check out my team and never till over Catch me at the races, gateway at Saratoga They trying to place my face cause we mobbing, we taking over My niggas keep it pure while you cut with the baking soda These rappers be stretching the truth like they're taking yoga Couch potatoes, now they made us into a vegetable culture A result of the vision like it's a decimal quotient Do the math, my nigga, do the math You'd never settle for less than a hole if you knew the half hey, yo. Rough as alligator skin, getting crazy grip I'm so amazing with words, I make a baby stay Resting in Tibet, wow with a Gillette Giraffe long goose on my boosters, it wet Pocket full of coins, producers on set Niggas with the coops is on next The loose is gonna step, the users gonna check We choosing our ninjas, the juice is on deck Refuse, that's a debt, pull with the steps Everybody see us, the tools is all text Anything come through, we screwing one bet Fuck, he gonna tell us, he knew we on next Check, they wanna act like they know me You don't know me, nigga You got that baby boy hustle, you a Jody, nigga You wanna swim with the sharks, a chief Brody killer Get your jaw tapped, this is for a rap, good lord, yeah Rolexin', my nigga, these are blessings My nigga, keep stressing. My nigga, don't stress, little nigga. Eat a clip, little nigga. Need to strip, little nigga. Violations, we gon' flip, little nigga. We gon' flexin', my nigga. These are blessings, my nigga. Keep stressin', my nigga. Don't stress, little nigga. Eat a clip, little nigga. Need to strip, little nigga. Violations, we gon' flip, little nigga.